New Right Network presents Patriot Housewives, where real American moms tackle life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, one casserole, um, I mean, day at a time. I'm Rose. And I'm Rebecca. And this is Patriot Housewives, where real MAGA moms bring you on their journey of life, politics, and family. Don't forget to subscribe and check out our store at www.newrightnetwork. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Patriot Housewives, where your favorite housewives talk about news and other cool things. So we're here. I'm Rose. How are you this morning, Rebecca? I am just finer than frog hair, as we say in Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) Finer than frog hair. I haven't heard that one before. (laughs) Maybe I'm a little full of myself today, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's that's funny. I love living in the South. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> we have the best sayings, don't we? Yeah. Oh my goodness, I love it. So uh, it's been it's been a busy week. We're we're coming to you a little bit later this week. Uh, we've had spring break back to back. First Rebecca, then me. Um, so it kind of put us a little behind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's okay because that's real life. It is. It is. I actually wanted to talk a little bit. We went to. Um, Universal Studios down here in Florida, which it seems like everyone is flocking to Florida for spring break. Well, maybe not. Yeah, everyone, I wonder why. <laughs> a lot of people. Um, we actually saw when we were there, uh, the news was playing and they were talking about that uh, the police had to show up and shut some places down in Miami because like 100,000 people showed up I saw down that. in Miami. Yeah, I saw insane? that on our, my news here. They were talking about that. It was crazy. And then the the theme parks, they're only operating at, they say they're only operating at 35% capacity, but you know, I couldn't imagine if what it was be like if they were at hundred <laughs> percent capacity because it was so busy. Oh uh, gosh. There was, there was some rides we still never got to ride just because the wait time was too long. I didn't want to stand in line for 110 minutes. Nah, um, really? Plus, like you know, a nightmare. let me tell you I mean we did stand in line for a lot of rides it was worth it the rides were fun we had a good time the kids loved it I'm a total Harry Potter nerd and I got to go you know to Harry Potter world but I was that like you know plan I I planned out so much before we ever got there I knew about every ride I knew what the wait times were gonna be (laughs) I knew where they were in the park so we had early park missions you have to plan to to really maximize your time exactly So we got there early. We went to back to the Harry Potter stuff and it was fun. The only thing, you know, is of course they still have the mask mandate in place. Mm-hmm. And we had an interesting encounter with someone, um, you know, cause they have got some benches and stuff throughout the park. And it was one time we were, my daughter wanted a turkey leg. So we were standing in line. Of course. For a tur- yeah. For gotta a turkey have it. Leg, right. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have those. <laughs> yes. We were standing in line for a turkey leg and um, we're just waiting and there was a bench and, you know, there was someone sitting there and they were like, you know, you can go ahead and sit down. I'm not worried about it. the, you know, the whole Corona thing. Cause those throughout the park, they were like, you know, had people standing around with signs, like wear your mask, make sure you pulled mm-hmm. up over your nose, you know, six feet. But there's a couple of interesting points I want to make. So this, this is the first one. The guy that, um, that was sitting there, he's like, I'm not worried about it. And then we were talking to him and, uh, he's like, you know, my wife's a nurse. And at first we were really worried. It seemed really serious. And she said, he said, but then she started noticing that every death that came in, whether it be a car crash, whether it be, you know, this, that, or the other was being labeled as COVID because they were getting federal money from it. And it was just right. interesting to find someone in real life that like, you know, not, not something you're reading over the internet or whatever, but in real life, just kind of without prompting confirm 
our suspicions mm-hmm. that the the numbers of death rates for COVID is so overinflated to scare everyone. Right. <clears throat> and then there's some there was some things too that I, I kind of observed while I was there that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, one of them being that as you're standing in the lines, and I'm sure you've been to theme parks, you may have even been to Universal. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love them. Torture. Um, you know, you know when you're standing in line and they have like those metal like rows or you know mm-hmm. like the gates where they're guiding you through. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what that's what you're standing in. And they have these um, like blue things on the ground that says stand here, um, right. so you, that you're quote unquote six feet apart. Mm-hmm. First ob- observation was I noticed that most almost no one was observing that. <laughs> they were they were still pretty close to each other. You had your random people that would be like. It was either right next to the people in front of them or like 15 feet away. I'm like, can right. you move? Because you're like holding up the line. Right. Um, but the other thing that I thought was funny is that we went, we circled around that whole thing. So we, we even if you were standing six feet away from someone in line, you were right next to someone over there in the other aisle. So oh, but was, see, it doesn't move <laughs> diagonally. It only like, moves back and forth. I was like, hmm, so I guess COVID doesn't go sideways. It's just <laughs> it's just either in front of you or behind you. You know, like yeah. if I'm facing backwards, someone might like, you know, cough on my head and yeah. then I'm going to catch COVID. It's but, like uh, a game of chess where, you know, right. only certain players can move in certain directions. It's like that. Right. right. It's crazy. And they like, they didn't really, exactly. And they didn't enforce it, like the standing on the thing until you got right up to you were getting on the ride. And oh. then just that, that one little bit, then they were like, stand on the blue line, stand on the blue line. And they, they gave us uh, hand sanitizer before we got on every single ride. I was wow. like, okay, this is a little, little bizarre. But then when we get off the ride, there's no one, there's no one observing there or enforcing it there. You just all crowd off in this big, huge crowd. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever went through. Like, it only matters sometimes. Like, we're right. everyone's so scared, and there's all these policies. And you know how? If I'm glad it wasn't hot, because it would have been miserable walking around there with a face mask on. All oh yeah, yeah. You have to ride, wear them on the rides unless mm-hmm. it's a water ride. And then the other thing is, we did go to the water park, even though it was chilly. My kids were like you know, we can do it. They did. I, of didn't. Course. I just sat there and watched them. I was like, y'all go ride the rides. I was like, that water might be 83 degrees, but it's not 83 degrees out here. In the right. Is blowing. So, Kids are crazy. In, they are crazy. But in the water park, it's just mask encouraged. So you don't have to walk around. Everyone was, no one, almost no one was wearing a mask walking around that park. Mm-hmm. So it just seems odd to me that, like I said, sometimes it's enforced and sometimes it's not. And uh, watching all these people from out of town, there was people from everywhere. Like you could hear people talking, you know, like they came from Maine or Michigan or, you know, somewhere up north of trying to get down to Florida for a vacation. And mm-hmm. uh, not a whole lot of people was, were observing it. And the rules were weird and didn't make any sense. Hmm. That's really strange. I just felt like I, I wanted the, the listeners to kind of to, to hear that. And if you guys have any like thing to weigh in on, like, what is the deal with that? Why is it why is it that we can stand six feet? We have to stand six feet apart of someone in front of me. But it's OK if they're like literally less than a foot away from me beside me. Right. You know, like I think if this was if this was the pandemic that they say it is, I would be less worried about the back of someone's head and more worried about the dude over there who's facing me. You know, right, right beside me, right. coughing on me. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Right. So, hmm. it was just very it was strange. wild. It was, it was very strange. But we had fun. Even Good. with, even with the, the COVID stuff in place, there was a lot of people there. Um, we had a lot of fun. We rode a lot of rides. And I'm glad we got to do it. Um, and I'm also kind of glad I got to observe that and just kind of, like, mentally log that 
mm-hmm. as far as like COVID stuff going, because I feel like they're going to, they're going to keep overplaying this, even with the vaccine, even with this, that, and the other, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to get it for all it's worth. <laughs> so I read something the other day about a potential. Yeah. I read something the other day about a, a fourth stimulus. Why do we need a fourth stimulus? Oh, bless. Like what? Well, okay. Here's what. Here's why. Because the other countries that we're giving money to need the money. Like you. (laughs) Maybe that's it. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I mean, like, but it was. They're talking about. Of course, they're still calling for reoccurring stimulus checks. Like the that. I think that's more of a French uh, left leftist thing. But I don't know. Those French people seem to push their stuff through till it gets done. That's true. They're persistent. On the left. <laughs> no, it's weird. So enough about my spring break and what I saw, but it was just something I wanted to to uh, share my observations with. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't I don't think that they're going to let COVID go away, and I I mean that intentionally. I said that the way I meant to let it go away. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. I mean, we had some we had some other stuff happen this week. I mean, it seems like it was it was a big news week, but a slow news week at the same time because they didn't report things they should have reported and overreported stuff. Maybe they shouldn't have, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, the, I I missed a lot. I'll be honest with you. On spring break last week, so I did see the, the video of Biden falling up the stairs oh, to Air Force my One. Gosh. Oh my word! Okay, I when I saw that the first time, I like. I watched it as a, as a daughter, as a a granddaughter, like I watched it and went, oh my gosh, that poor man, he can't even stand up straight. You know, like to me, it was like, why are they letting him do this? You know, that, that was my first reaction was, oh, this is terrible. I can't believe that this is happening. Obviously there's something wrong with this man. Like, why are they putting him out there like this? But yeah, wow. Yeah, I know. It seems insane. Like, I don't understand exactly like we've been talking about for weeks. Like, there's something wrong with his health. Now, yeah. just tri- just tripping up the stairs on on its own wouldn't be That's too, no big, too big of a deal. Yeah. No, you know? but three times. Yeah. And, and it wasn't just one stumble. It was three. Right. And I kept and, going, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Like, three times in a row that he's yeah. the man is falling down. And right. that's not okay. That There's something wrong if he can't walk up the stairs and not fall down repeatedly and it wasn't windy I mean they said oh it was windy it wasn't windy (laughs) but the strangest thing about all of it is how the media has reacted to it how it's just like oh bless his heart (laughs) that's not that wind I tell you bless his heart he's fine you know if it had been Trump like remember the time he walked slowly down a ramp that was like wet or cold or something and people were like oh my gosh something's wrong with him like what's wrong he's got like 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 whatever disease like you know <laughs> no he was fine he was being careful to not fall down whereas because it was know, slippery it's slippery biden does it and they're like oh that's no big deal gosh it was just that, that, that crazy wind i tell you i mean they just right. handle it so you know it's just not cool well, you know, they did the same thing with hillary there was obvious some she had some obvious health issues for a little while there um I mean, she's not in the news as much as she was anymore, so she might still be having them. And they just glossed over it, you know, yeah. when she mm-hmm. when she fell, was it she fell and her shoe was left behind when she was leaving? Uh, I don't even remember what what event she was at, but she was leaving and she got in that vehicle and she tripped. Yeah, fell over yes. nothing. And they didn't they didn't care about that either. 
Um, you know, it just, it really shows you that you can't trust the media because they're yeah. only going to tell you what they want you to know. Then exactly. they're, they're going to gloss over the things that they don't, they don't want to talk about. They're, they're basically trying to tell people this is what's important and this is what's not. Right. But they're deciding the instead of letting you decide. Right. But the health and cognitive ability of the person that's in charge of our, our country is, is important, yes. you know, and they harped on, on Donald Trump's uh, health for four years. Yeah. And, you know, even though he got great reports from the doctor, he was <laughs> one of the most energetic and healthy, you know, 72 or however old he is, man that I've ever seen, 74 now, yeah. I think, you're old man that I've ever seen, you know? So here we've got a guy that is up and going and working harder than mm -hmm. anyone I've ever seen. And then we have a guy who calls a lid, you know, in the middle of the day, tripping yeah. upstairs and tripping over his words and it's okay. Oh, you know, he's, he's cute, cute uncle Joe. Mm -mm. That's not going to cut it for being a president. Sorry guys. No, it's not, not at all. Um, I'll skip around a little bit here. Like speaking of, you know, him misspeaking, and you know, doing things. Did you did you happen to hear the clip where he called Kamala President Harris? Yes. And well, why are people not talking about that? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I saw that. I was like, Are you serious? Did he really just say that? I had to watch it a couple of times or listen to it a couple the clip a couple of times to make sure that I heard it correctly. I've actually got it here. Let me play it for anyone who might not have heard it real quick. The hardest hit and suffered the most especially black, Latino, Native American, and rural communities. This is really important because we believe that speed and efficiency must be matched with fairness and equity. Now, when President Harris and I took uh, a virtual tour of a vaccination center in Arizona not long ago. I was going to pause it there. Um, wow. <laughs> he didn't correct himself. He just went he on. He didn't even President notice. Harris, President no, Harris and I. Yeah, the crazy thing about that is he sounded relatively normal during that little clip. I mean, he sounded, I mean, he was reading it, but he sounded coherent. And yeah. then he calls her that and doesn't even <laughs> It makes me think that, like, she's behind the teleprompter. She types that out and then, like, just lets him read it. Right, <laughs> and she's, right. she's somewhere cackling that horrible laugh. <laughs> it's almost like it's like subliminal messages, but not that great at being subliminal, you know, yeah. like trying to like condition us to get ready for President Harris. I mean, I yeah. don't know. We've talked about it. We've all <laughs> we all think we all are suspicious that, that Joe's not going to make it the four years yeah. that um, he's supposed to. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's not going to be very long. I still stand by my prediction that it's going to they're going to wait to have what unless something bad happens and, you know, that it needs to happen right now. Um, I think they'll try to hold off and keep parading him around till the end of 2022 when we mm -hmm. have midterm elections. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, it's just, it's crazy. Well, he is actually having a press conference this week, supposedly. So that will either be, um, we'll need a lot of popcorn or a lot of tissues to dry all of our tears of laughter or sadness that this is what we are dealing with. <laughs> It's hard probably, to say what will happen. <laughs> probably a combination of both, you know? So like la laughing at the ridiculousness of it and just weeping at the thought that this is the man that's really in charge of the country right now. <laughs> Although I guess, I guess we could say he's not really in charge. You know, the, we've got other people mm -hmm. pulling and he's just kind of the front man. 
Yeah. Um, but that doesn't make me feel any better. Actually, it's kind of scarier. No, no, I think, I mean, Kamala is, is even worse. You know, she's sharper. You know, she's not like, she doesn't have, seem to have cognitive issues, but she's even more progressive than he is. Oh, so, yeah. You know, definitely she is not a step up in any way except cognitive ability. But that's not saying a whole lot. But have you noticed how like every time he gives a speech or does anything, she's always right behind him. She's standing she back there like the Grim Reaper. Like always. She's a, she's, it's, it's a little it's like, creepy. It's almost like she's his handler, you know? Yeah, it's kind of creepy. It is. It's very weird. Like they like Joe can't do anything <laughs> on his own, which I I mean, as far as what we we believe to be the case, like I I don't blame them for trying to have someone there to do damage yeah. control. <laughs> You know, because yeah. they're like, oh, Joe, don't say that. You like, know, oh, dang, some, he did it again. <laughs> yeah. Or someone they could step in or like cue them to stop or whatever. But like, oh, no, he's telling the truth. We got to turn it off. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> like redirect, redirect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. But this is it's, it's, it's insane to me to think that this is what we're really dealing with. Like this is we went from, you know, having a president that communicated with us on the daily, that talked, spoke directly to us, that gave it to us like it was, um, that we knew was up. It didn't matter if it was two o'clock in the morning or, you know, in the middle of the day, he was there to do what we needed him to do. Mm-hmm. And now we've got this poor excuse for a president that can't even formulate his own words or, you know, read a teleprompter correctly. Mm-hmm. or walk upstairs yeah and clearly it's just it's very sad to me it's I, sad. I really miss i miss president trump a lot me too me too we need him back he, we we at least at the very least we need him on social media so he can keep yeah. us informed and entertained that is true you know twitter I, was, I used to be so big on on uh twitter every day i'd get on there i'd make sure that I was checking all my tweets and like, you know, finding, you know, interacting with people and stuff. It's just not the same anymore. Mm-mm. It's boring now, now. It is. It's so boring. President Trump is gone. There's like, people are just not fun anymore. No. <laughs> Nobody's that entertaining. And like the people, all these people who supposedly voted for Joe Biden, they are clearly not impressed with the job he's doing. So they're really quiet. <laughs> there's just yeah. like, there's just nothing going on. It's very boring on Twitter. Yeah, I keep seeing memes and posts and stuff. People are like, uh, where's the, those 80 million people that voted for Joe Biden? Why aren't they out mm-hmm. here like cheering him on, you know? Yeah, so. I haven't seen anybody, you know, maybe occasionally every once in a while somebody will applaud some little thing he does. But I have not seen any of the enthusiasm or support or anything that we had gotten used to on our side of the aisle right but there's just none of that like nobody even people who I know absolutely did vote for him just they're quiet they're not saying anything so that tells you everything I think a lot of people just wanted that money that was promised to him and now that they got it they're they don't care anymore which is Mm -hmm. just incredibly sad to me that you're going to vote for someone to run our country because they 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 basically bought you off Mm -hmm. you know and anyone anyone that voted that way for that reason i mean they deserve whatever happens yeah you're getting what you, know? you deserve the problem is we're getting it too yeah you know that is the problem <laughs> like it's a big problem <laughs> i don't know about you but whenever i when i go to vote for somebody i'm looking at the policies and stuff that's going to affect the country you mm-hmm. know i don't i don't vote for someone off of a personal vendetta or agenda um which we kind of talked about this I think it was last week when we were talking about how the, you know, the different um, identity politic communities, 
uh, tend to vote because they they get this, these things shoved in their faces thinking that they're relevant situations that they need to vote for because they're scared that they're going to be um, you know persecuted as a group whether it be the LGBTQ ABCD EFG community or the, mm-hmm. I'm sorry I don't know the, all the letters um, or you the keep up. No, <laughs> there's thinking. too many no, there's just <laughs> insane um, or whether it be the you know uh, African American community or Latina community whatever it is whatever mm-hmm. group they're pandering to that day they vote they tend to to be very tunnel vision and they feel like they're voting for a cause, but you got to take a step back and be like, is there really anything here that we're still fighting for? But as a bigger picture, like, is this really affecting the entire country? Mm -hmm. You know, like, okay. So this person is telling you that if you don't vote for me, um, then you're, you're, we're not going to support whatever cause. Okay. But then they have terrible economic policies, terrible education policies, you know, things that are going to affect the, entire country and generations to come and your children like what is the smart way to vote here the smart way is to vote the big picture you right. know and I don't, I don't feel like enough people do that. exactly but if we look at biden's policies he's not really a big a big picture candidate he doesn't right. fit that bill he's he you know people might have voted for him because they thought you know oh we're going to get a check or mm-hmm. maybe they got pandered to in that identity politic type thing and they thought that I'm I'm you know championing championing the minority community or I'm you know supporting the uh LGBTQ community or whatever mm-hmm. but they're what they're not doing is is seeing how bad his policy is for the country as a whole for our children for generations to come mm-hmm. not just you know for your special cause right and I think honestly a lot of people voted for him because they were like well I don't like Trump well, how's that working out for you? You don't have your mean tweets, but look, this country is a mess right now. It you know, is. What were you thinking? Think about the big picture. Don't worry about the mean tweets or whatever. It's the same, you know, the same concept on both sides. But. Exactly. I mean, let's see, we've got, we've got a Colorado shooting that I'm seeing has ties with ISIS. Yeah. Um, and I am seeing the biggest thing I have seen out of this and uh, I'm going to make a prediction here that we're not going to hear a whole lot more about this story because it's not a white supremacist Trump supporter who did it. So, of course, the initial reaction was, oh, it's, you know, it's got to be some white supremacist. It's got to be a Trump supporter. It's got to be this, got to be that. It's an anti-Trump person with ISIS ties who presumably is is Islamic or Muslim um, based on his name. Um, And the people are blaming the NRA, people are blaming this, blaming that. Dude, whoever does this, it is their fault. I don't care what the gun laws are. I don't care anything else. A person who picks up a gun and shoots people is the person whose fault it is. Quit trying to blame other people. But it's just the the difference in how the media handles a story um, where the shooter is not a white guy and how it handles a shooting where the shooter is a white guy is stunning. And a lot of yes. people had to backtrack when they, when the re- identity of this shooter was revealed because it did not fit the narrative, which is why right. I think the story is gonna disappear. We're not gonna hear a whole lot more about it because it doesn't fit that neat little narrative. Right. I mean, and that's so true. And it's, it's alarming, 
you know, because anytime that anything happened while while President Trump was uh, was president, a shooting or whatever, it was kind of used almost as a diversion tactic. You know, like they're yeah. going to focus, high, you know, on that, make it sometimes a uh, shooting is always serious, but sometimes a bigger story than it was. Try to twist it to make it Trump's fault. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw people, well, this is Trump's America. This is Trump's America. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have stuff like this happen and they're just going to gloss over it. Not to mention that we as we mentioned last week, uh, you know, under President Trump, ISIS was all but gone. You know, it was a, a thought of the past. And mm-hmm. now now we're hearing people with ISIS ties again. Um, right. I did when I was searching for our Florida man headline, um, I actually come across I, I didn't um, choose this one for this week. But now I kind of wish I had of. Um, <laughs> you can have two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, when I was searching for it, I, I saw a Florida man headline um, of a Florida man that was arrested for ties to, you know, extremist terrorist groups, ISIS. And I'm like, what? Like, this was gone. Like, mm-hmm. now now they're not scared anymore. They're, mm-hmm. they're you know, they're thinking, hey, we can come back. You know, we can, mm-hmm. we can do this again. We can mm-hmm. form again. And uh, that's just tells you a lot about yeah. the, the mm-hmm. type style of style of leadership of um you know they didn't want to mess with they don't want to mess with president trump yeah you know? nobody did and now look at it everybody's just like ah like um putin challenging biden to a debate would he have you know, ever done that to trump of course not oh heck not no, he he would have met his match, but Biden, heck, my four-year-old, well, I'm four-year-old, my nine-year-old, excuse me, could debate Biden and win. Now, I mean, she kind of debates me and wins sometimes, to be honest <laughs> with you. She's she's a sharp cookie, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally a four-year-old could debate Biden and probably win, um, unless they're debating ice cream flavors. <laughs> right, right. He, mm-hmm. he, probably case, on that. he probably has strong opinions about that. And that's fine. Let him go eat his ice cream. He's old. Let him go do that. But he doesn't belong in the Oval Office doing it. No, he doesn't. And you know <sighs> what? I, I'd really like to see a, uh, a Putin Biden debate. Oh, my gosh. OK, listen, let's do it. Let's have pay-per-view. We will pay off <laughs> the national debt trillions yes. of dollars with pay-per-view. People all over the world will watch that. I know it would be pri- it would be like the biggest primetime thing that has ever occurred. <laughs> yes, it would. It'd be the event of the century. See, Rebecca's money making ideas. <laughs> Follow us for more financial advice. Follow us for more financial <laughs> advice and tips. <laughs> no, but that would be so great. Like I, I just couldn't even imagine. Like I don't know, even if he had a teleprompter, even if he had an earpiece in with someone helping him, just the amount of of gaffes and stumbling mm-hmm. on words and just not being sharp enough to be on that kind of world stage, mm-hmm. to, you know, debating a world, a, a, a fellow world leader mm-hmm. or better or for worse, Putin is the leader, is a leader. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, I don't, he couldn't hold it. He couldn't hold Mm-mm. his own. Now, Mm-mm. if, if the same thing happened and Trump was to debate Putin, that would also be a prime time, yes. you know, uh, yes. match of the century, but for a different reason, a totally different reason. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. uh, you would watch, you'd watch, uh, you know, this scary guy, Putin just get smashed down into nothing. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> you know, I think Putin is smart. I think he's sharp. He is. Um, he could certainly take Biden. I don't think he could take Trump. It would definitely be um, 
a more competitive be, event. Yes, I was, you know? I was gonna say at least there would be a little <laughs> bit more, you know, uh, competition there. Yeah. With people holding their own or whatever. Yeah. It would almost be unfair to to let Putin and Biden debate. You know. Yeah. Because, it would. Uh, I mean, it would just make him look really, 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 really bad. <laughs> and he so bad. let's just say he does a fine job of that on his own, my friends. We we don't yes. need to make it worse. Oh my gosh! But if it were to ever happen. I'm just going to put it out there now. I would support it. <laughs> Heck yeah. I would there. Sign me up. <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, we would, I, I would even agree to like live stream commentary on it, you know? <laughs> that would be fun. Let's do it. Oh my gosh. You know how like, like uh, sports commentators, they're like talking mm-hmm. over the thing and like, you know, calling out plays and stuff. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Calling it be like, oh, another biting gaffe. He's tripping over his words. Oh no, yeah. he fell down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Putin, Putin reaches for his water. Biden awaits. I mean, that would be super fun. I would love, yeah, let's do it. it. So, okay. So if in the event, if you're out there, if you're listening, if you can convince Biden to debate Putin, Putin, we will live stream commentary on it. That ought to convince everybody. I mean, I know who would, who would would want to hear hear our commentary? I mean, it's golden. That would be, it would be awesome. It'd be epic, but it would, Uh, yeah, there would not be a winner except for us, but Right. The one and only. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of media, um, though, I guess the Washington Post retracted a story. about. They did. Um, that's like crazy that they even did that. I know they were wrong. I read about that, yeah. but I can't believe they actually retracted it. They did. And of course, you know, we're probably bringing this news to people who haven't heard this because they didn't report it widely in the mainstream media oh, of, course. of course but they retracted the story uh from a couple of months ago when they said that trump um said to the georgia secretary of state like find the votes or something along those lines um he didn't really say that and we could have you know we were all saying that when it happened we're like that didn't happen but right. um they have retracted their story and of course it, it not that it matters now it doesn't make a difference but they did retract it which was the right thing to do but the media didn't report it i mean i would say most people probably didn't even hear about that they still you know would have assumed that he said something like that even though that's crazy but yeah man. i mean well there's a lot of stuff they kept trying to say you know that that trump had these these calls and he said all these things wrong and you know it seems like by now everyone would know everyone would know Mm -hmm. that it's not true because every single time that something like that has been stated it came out transcripts were released or whatever Mm -hmm. and it it came out that that's not what happened at all um but i really feel like that 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 story and that they were pushing that it it helps swing the vote in georgia right Right. And it did. And the, that I believe that happened before the Senate runoff in Georgia, which may have impacted the outcome of that. If, That's if the was outcome was about. honest in the first place, you know, who I, I question all outcomes anymore, <laughs> but that um, it, if that was a legitimate outcome, it had to have impacted that because, you know, you, you look at that and think, oh my gosh, I can't believe he, that somebody said that. And, you know, you vote against that, which I would, I would understand that someone took that stance, but it was wrong. It didn't even happen. Right. I just so I just found something about it. It says two months after the publication of the story, the Georgia Secretary of State released an audio recording of President Donald Trump's December phone call with the state's top elections investigator. The recording revealed that the Post misquoted Trump's comments on the call based on the information provided by a source. Trump did not tell the investigator to find the fraud. 
or say she would be a national hero if she did so. Instead, Trump urged the investigator to scrutinize ballots in Fulton County, Georgia, asserting she would find dishonesty there. He also told her that she had the most important job in the country right now, which is vastly wildly different wildly different than find than the what votes. they reported yes then yeah. then find the fraud then you're you'll be a national hero you know no like it it's just unbelievable and this is you know i've talked about this for years about the the dishonesty in the mainstream media and the dishonesty in reporting they don't care if they're mm -hmm. doing it they're doing it purposely i believe mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. propaganda because they mm -hmm. know they can be like oops and then print a retraction that almost no mm -hmm. one will see and right. then they fixed it right the damage is done when they report right. it the first time but exactly. you know, there was a time when they verified stories before they ever printed them and those days are gone in a time when right. it would be easier to verify than it has ever been before because of technology but they don't they don't take the time to do that nope they don't and no, it's, they don't it's care. really it's really sad too. like we I think we talked about one time you know like there's a whole older generation of people who are so used to the media being the source of facts the source mm -hmm. of truth or whatever mm -hmm. they don't do any any kind of you know research or self-investigation mm -hmm. they just take it at face value right. and the the media companies they, they know that they know that a, a, a majority of people are going to just take what they say as fact mm -hmm. not a majority I would say a majority of the people that watch them because I don't even watch them anymore yeah I don't know um, but the people that are watching them and relying on them for their their source of facts and information, they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, Washington Post said this or CNN mm -hmm. said that, where, mm -hmm. you know, we're at the point where we're even like Fox said that. Mm -hmm. That's like the the real big issue there because Fox was able to be trusted for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and now they don't do any kind of investigation or research because they're not used to having to do that. They don't know. Mm -hmm. they, they have no idea. And that is exactly what their purpose is. They know they know when they print it that the people that they're trying to to reach are going to believe it before and that it doesn't matter that they are going to have to print a retraction mm -hmm. yeah because they know that you know x number of people are going to see the story and 90 percent less people are going to see the retraction exactly yeah you know, it's people just don't don't notice don't pay attention and they don't it's not like they they put a headline out there so that you notice it's just like hidden buried you know? yeah yep. <laughs> The original headline makes, you know, uh, the news, they talk about it for days, uh, you know, several news cycles on end, just going over the headline, then a retraction comes out and no one says anything. The only place where it is, is where it was printed mm -hmm. and no one's going to see it. It's, nope. It's nuts. And they don't care. You would think they would at least care about their own integrity, but they don't. No, they no. don't care at all. They don't, I don't know if they have any integrity, honestly, <laughs> if they do, <laughs> they don't care about it. No, mm. um, they don't, but like we were saying, we used to get the real headline, the real news story from Donald Trump on social media. Yeah, and exactly. We're missing that. But did you hear that Trump is re uh, reportedly returning to social media, but he's going to do it with his own platform? Yes. Where do we sign up for this? Yeah, right. Like I am super excited about the potential of that happening and us getting to be a part of it because you just know that that is going to be. Whoops. Well, here's the story about it. The Washington it. Post, as I mentioned, <laughs> had to correct a false report that Donald yeah. Trump had that told the actually, top Georgia. That's funny that um, the video playing on the article about Donald Trump's new platform was about the Washington Post retraction. That is funny. Uh, yeah, the, they're spying on us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you honestly be surprised? <laughs> no, not at uh. all. Um, but anyways, what we were saying was like Donald Trump's supposedly 
according to one of his advisors, it'll be within two to three months that he will be returning with his own social media platform. And, you know, it's very difficult to um, build a social media platform. So I feel like mm-hmm. this may have been in the works for a while. And a lot of people have speculated whether, you know, is he, is he going to come out with a, a social media platform? Is he going to come out with a news network? Like, what is he going to do? Um, and I think it's very appropriate considering that he got banned off of just about all social media. Mm-hmm. Actually, I can't think of anything he wasn't banned off of. Um that he was on uh, for him to come out with his own. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. And I hope he does. Let's see. It was Jason Miller. He said, I do think that we're going to see President Trump returning to social media in probably about two or three months here with his own platform. And this is something that I think will be the hottest ticket in social media. It's going to completely redefine the game. And everybody is going to be waiting and watching to see what exactly President Trump does. And he is not wrong. We are definitely waiting and watching to see what is going to to happen. Um, He also said, Miller also said, this new platform is going to be big and he's predicting that, I think correctly, Trump will draw tens of millions of people. So, I mean, when that happens, I mean, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, when this new platform gets launched to see people just dump their other social media Mm -hmm. and just go flock over to where he is because Mm -hmm. that's where, that's where we're going to, we're going to see the the real news, what's really happening. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say the only reason I I might stay around, hang around on the other social media platforms is to keep an eye on what's going on on the other side (laughs) and, uh, you know, maybe share, uh, the truth with people that might not see it otherwise. Mm -hmm. But if he creates his own social media, I don't even see what the point is of, of (laughs) fighting on Twitter. No, like what's the point? Like, (laughs) I can hardly even get myself to remember to open Twitter anymore because I've mm-hmm. lost that much interest in it. Yep. I mean, well, I'm ready for, I'm... for Trump world. That's for sure. Yes. Awesome. Yep. The <laughs> only reason I'm still hanging around Twitter is just because of some of the fabulous and I cannot, you know, express this enough fabulous people that I have met on Twitter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that are, you know, fellow patriots, fellow MAGA supporters, you know, constitutionalists mm-hmm. like all, all my all my peeps out there like when I say that Twitter sucks yes when I <laughs> say not Twitter sucks, about you I'm not talking about you I'm talking about Jack Dorsey and the ridiculous platform that he has built that is suppressing our first amendment and I cannot stand it and once they got rid of Donald Trump I see no point of it anymore except for to connect with you fabulous people and uh, maybe make a liberal to look stupid <laughs> oh but that's always a lot of fun it is, it is, it is, you know, um, but even that's not even as fun anymore. <laughs> like, no, the ultimate troll has, has been banned. So it's not uh, as much fun for us low level trolls. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, we're low hanging fruit. So, <sighs> but it is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, so we have promised you guys to keep you updated on the lies that Biden tells. And we had a slow week of lies this week, um, probably mostly because he didn't speak that much. Well, um, he called a lid every day at like 9 a.m. So They're probably like, probably Joe, can you just stop talking? Like, yeah. this is bad. We need you to be quiet. Go get some ice cream, cuddle with your blanket, play with your dogs. <laughs> Don't trip no, they over sent, them. They sent his dogs back to Delaware because the dog bit somebody or something. Did uh-huh. you see that a couple weeks ago? Nope. Yeah. Definitely now, that. Okay. Okay. I love puppers. I mean, they're really pretty dogs. It's nothing personal about the dogs, but apparently one of the dogs um, bit someone in the White House or something, and so they sent it back to Delaware. So the dog is I've, no longer living at the White House. 
after they made such a big deal about the first dog. Yes. <laughs> yes. So oh. apparently he was a bad boy. Or yeah. or she. It's, you know what's funny is that like we're we're mm. coming up we're, we're we're talking about policy and stuff like that what what's happening but with uh with Biden some of the best headlines and stuff we can get is his ice cream flavors tripping upstairs and his dog biting someone. <laughs> so like, true. Way, way to go, President. You know, yeah. like you're you're not doing anything worthwhile, and, you right. know, and everything that you are doing sucks. You know. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. We can't even talk, hardly talk about the stimulus anymore. That was like, you know, trying to make headline news there for a minute, but uh, they did it. It's over. People mostly got their money, whatever. Mm-hmm. Didn't help the stock market much because it's going bleh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't anticipate that recovering very well. No. I mean, the stock market was booming under booming. President Trump. Yes. I mean, hitting, hitting record high after record high after record mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we just have, you know, ice cream socials with dogs. okay but so we only got two new for you this week um let's see biden lowers tax hike threshold after promising it would only affect people making over 400k uh someone tweeted and kind of um in chronological order of some of the times that biden promised that he would not raise taxes on people making less than four hundred thousand dollars a year uh, let's see. On October fifteenth, he said, "Let me be very clear. If you make under four hundred thousand, you won't pay a penny more in taxes under my administration, um, aka occupation." Survey um, says, <laughs> why? "Why?" Let's see. On October twenty fourth, he said, "None of you will have your taxes raised. Anyone making less than four hundred thousand will not see a penny in taxes raised." Why? Lies. Uh, on October twenty fifth, he said, "Nobody making less than four hundred thousand will make a penny more in tax under." Or, will pay a penny more in tax under my proposal. And O'Donnell from CVS asked him, this is a promise. And he said, and I quote, that's a guarantee, a promise. I give you my word as a Biden. That is an absolute guarantee. Okay. As a Biden. Life advice. Don't ever take that to mean anything. <laughs> Being a Biden, no. I'm not honestly sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there are lovely Biden. I'm not sure is anything to brag about. Have you met Hunter? Um, right. I'm not sure that, you know, that's really the gold standard here, but whatever. Mm, okay. And here's my favorite quote on October 27th. I mean, he said this day after day after day. This is the last one. Uh, no, there's more. Holy moly. Okay. <laughs> on October 27th, he said, I guarantee you, no matter what you hear this president lying about, speaking of Donald Trump, no one making less than 400 a year will have one penny in taxes raised. Not one penny. It's a guarantee. Mm. It is oh, not boy. a guarantee, Joe. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. He mm-hmm. okay. So he said all of those things, and he promised. He guaranteed. Remember, as a Biden on mm-hmm. his name, mm-hmm. he said that he will not raise taxes if you make less than four hundred thousand dollars a year. Now we're hearing Biden tax hike could hit people earning two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. White House. They they clarified. Mm-hmm. That's they retracted. A, that's a very <laughs> big difference. And, you know, yeah. $200,000 a year, that's a lot of money. But if you think about people living in larger cities, people in highly trained professional jobs like doctors, that's not a, that outrageous of a salary when you look at it like like that. Um, right. And that's a lot of people who probably fall into that 200-ish range who are anywhere near the 400. But right. the 200 is is not that outrageous. 
Right. Well, also, if you take into account, like we talked about with like, you know, stimulus and, and um, like the income limits and thresholds and stuff like that, depending on where you live in the country, $200,000 could be an equivalent of making, you know, $50,000 a year. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it could barely, it, you could be living paycheck to paycheck. You could be mm-hmm. barely covering your expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, $200,000 might be a lot to someone and it might mean, I mean, if you're living in rural middle America, $200,000 might put you in, you know, a, a mansion and, mm-hmm. you know, get you driving your, your sports car and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. that, and that's possible, possible possibility, but there are places where I know down here, even just in Florida, where we're, I love it down here. Don't get me wrong that we don't have any state tax. I love our governor. I love everything, but the price of living down here, especially in certain parts of Florida is really high. Right. Um, and $200,000, it only goes so far. Right. Um, and California, you know, the, the cost mm-hmm, of living out way. in New York, it's, mm-hmm. it's astronomical Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my brother lived in Colorado for a while and I know when he moved out there, they, they were living in an apartment. It was a, a small apartment. I think it, I don't, I don't want to say the square foot is wrong, but it was less than a thousand square feet. Mm-hmm. And it was granted, it was a nice new apartment. It was above, um, the, this like fancy shopping thing that they had built, you know, how they have like those apartments that they build above yeah. shopping centers. Yeah. And when it, when he moved out there, when they first moved in, they were paying $1,800 a month. This was rent. Holy cow. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. It gets better. Before they moved out, that rent got raised to $2,500 a month for a one Holy bedroom, cow. one bedroom apartment that was less than a thousand square feet. Wow. Like, can you imagine? Wow. $200,000 a year does not go far in Cal- no. Colorado. Wow. Um, yeah, that's so, crazy. Wow. Exactly. So I know people are like, Ooh, tax the rich, but rich is relative. You right. know, um, <laughs> the, the class that you're in, I don't feel like can be defined simply by the amount that you make per year. It right. can't, uh, because, because everyone has different stuff and then people don't understand too, <laughs> just because someone earns more that if they earn more, typically their expenses are more. Right. You know, so tax and then tax hikes also they don't understand tax rich whatever a lot of times those are the business owners the ceos the people that employ you right you know so if you're raising money on them that will trickle down to you i promise right (laughs) and you know people want to hate on on rich people however you know however you define rich for a an area but if you just say rich people people want to hate on rich people but you know what if you're if you're rich most likely you've worked really hard to get there you probably work long hours Hey, you have a good job. You have, you're well-educated. You have probably earned it and you deserve to keep it. You should not be punished for making more money. It's the American dream. You should right. not be penalized because you are successful. It, it, it discourages success. I completely agree. Um, that the whole idea behind the American dream was that everyone, regardless of, race, creed, sex, religion, whatever, could have the same opportunity. And I don't know where we lost sight of that because it's as true today as it was when this country was founded. There's nothing, as a matter of fact, I think it's more possible today Mm -hmm. than it was. There are a lot more opportunities. There is, there's a lot more opportunities. And Mm -hmm. there are some, every, everything has gotten kind of put on this equal ground now, whereas before maybe it wasn't so equal, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, but there's nothing as a woman that we couldn't go do if we wanted to, we, there's no, to, I almost feel like there's such a thing as a man's job versus a woman's job anymore. Right. You right. know, there, anyone could do anything that they want. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to make more money, go out there and do it. 
You right. know, the opportunity is there for you to work your way up. You don't even have to have the education at this point anymore. Right. Be a high earner. Mm-hmm. I mean, and now with the age of technology and the internet, you know, people are going out there and starting businesses and being entrepreneurs or, you know, whatever, TikTokers. I mean, mm-hmm. There's people out there on TikTok making uh, obscene amounts of money just yeah. by making two minute funny videos. Right. You know, so th- to come to me and tell me that you don't have the opportunity or the ability Mm-hmm. To be able to earn money and you feel like that the that that should be resolved by taking money from the people who work for it so that Mm-mm. you can get more government handouts. I'm sorry. Okay. No, I don't buy it. Nope. <laughs> Just, nope. Yeah, no, nope. I mean, like, I don't want you're not going to take my money and right. get, get it for free by sitting on your butt and having more babies. Right. No, not happening. No, <laughs> that nope. is not that's not what America stands for. So. Exactly. You work here, you come here, you work hard, you get the training or education that you need. And in some cases, you don't even need that. And you can be successful. And that's part of the appeal of America. It's part of the American dream and it encourages success. So I just don't understand this whole idea of punishing rich people. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, I mean, if this this country was so bad and there was no opportunity here, then why are are our borders being just bombarded with people trying to get here? What are they coming here for? What are they coming coming here here, for? They're coming here for the American dream. They're coming here Mm -hmm. for, they want, they want the freedom of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm -hmm. That that's what they want. They want that, that dream that's been dangled in front of them because they can't get that in other countries. Right. You know, they, Mm -hmm. they can get that here. They can come here legally and apparently under the occupation in the white house now illegally Illegally. and they can earn money. They can buy a house. They can become, you know, a a business owner if they so please. Mm -hmm. They can buy land. They can uh, do whatever. Like there's no limitations on that um, opportunity, you know? So, I mean, and not everyone's going to be a CEO. Not everyone's going to be a billionaire. Uh, And that has to do with work ethic. That has to Mm -hmm. do with drive. That has to do with ability, you know? Mm -hmm. And a little luck. A little luck and some talent. And talent drive there's yeah. so many factors to it right but everybody everybody can't be a ceo but everybody has the potential to be yes. whatever they want to be yep so hard work and determination will get you whatever you want yes it will so, and time uh, sometimes you know you you start out when you're young now you know you start out making pennies and you work your way up and if you're determined and you work hard then one day it will pay off the world is your oyster. The way it goes. The world <laughs> is your oyster. Exactly. So, I mean, Life advice with the housewife. <laughs> <laughs> Life advice with the housewife. So I'll tell you what won't get you there, what won't bring you those dreams, and that is sitting on your butt and taking government handouts. That it will get you right. nowhere. They get you nowhere. Um, there's only a certain amount. They're not going to give you more. You can't earn more. You can't do anything to increase your worth to the government. You can't do anything to show your value or learn additional skills and advance in life. You will always be worth what the government is willing to give you. Mm-hmm. And if they decide not to give you anything, what are you going to do? Yeah. What's your plan so B? You need you need to have a plan A and you need to go for it right now. Yeah. Go go out there and, and live your dreams, mm-hmm. you know? It's so encouraging and inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe instead of a podcast, we should call this like a, um, what are the, oh man, my brain just uh, malfunctioned. The, like the inspirational. Speaking. 
Yes, like the, the speakers that go out. And oh, like, motivational speaking. There you go. The motivational speakers <laughs> is what we are. We're here to encourage you that you can do it, you know. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> oh, um, we're a lot so, of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I had said there was two new lies, but actually that one was just really long. <laughs> it was just one really extensive lie. <laughs> yeah, because I still I still didn't read all the times that he guaranteed and promised. I, like, I stopped because there was too many of them um, that he guaranteed and promised he wasn't going to raise taxes if you made less than $400,000 a year. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I would keep a lookout for this because if they're going to lower, if they're going to start out at 400000 and then they're going to come in and be like, actually, it was 200000 You know, what are they going to do next? Who's who's stopping them mm-hmm. from saying, actually, it's 100 Actually, it's everybody, mm-hmm. yep. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even know. Do you know what is considered, quote, unquote, middle class income in America? I don't know. I would say it varies a lot based on what area you're in. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know if there's a universal sort of standard. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Pew research, research defines middle-income Americans as those whose annual household income is two-thirds to double the national median, adjusted for local cost of living and household size. For a family of three, that ranges from forty thousand to one hundred twenty thousand, and that's based on twenty eighteen income. So that look how big that range is. That's a huge forty thousand to one hundred twenty thousand. So that mm-hmm. that plays right into what we were saying. It all depends on where you live, what your how big your house is. I mean. Ha- Heck, let's think about that for a second. If you make $200,000 a year and you've got seven kids, that's chump change. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, right. That, kids it's are expensive. Yeah, it's, and if you make $50,000 a year, but you're a single person, you don't have college loans, you don't have whatever, then you're probably, you know, Doing well. pretty comfortable. So it yeah. just depends on your your particular area, your family. Um, right debt everything so there's not just a standard which you know honestly if the democrats have their way it's gonna probably there there would become a standard because we'd become socialists but in america um it just doesn't work that way right now hopefully it won't ever but yeah we can we, we can hope we can dream mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> i mean look at this i just looked up what is the middle class income from florida and this is crazy Middle class in Florida is considered $26,000 a year. Wow. And then I would think in some areas that's poverty level. Up to 117000 So between $26,000 and $117,000. $26,000 in the area that I live in, you couldn't live here. Yeah. You can't find housing that you could afford, period, for $26,000 a year, much less afford the utilities and food mm-hmm. and, you know, a car <laughs> mm-hmm. and anything else. So... I, I just don't like those boxes. I don't like the labels. Yeah. I don't like mm-hmm. trying to shove, you know, everybody into one single box. Right. And you'd, you'd think that uh, with the Democrats saying that, you know, they're open-minded and everything that they wouldn't do that. But they're the people that like to shove people into boxes and be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you make this amount of money. So you're an evil rich person. And you're mm-hmm. like, bro, I'm barely getting by. <laughs> like I'm living <laughs> paycheck to paycheck. What are you talking right. about? Right. You know? Yep. So it's all relative, like you yeah. said. And, and, it, and, it, and it changes quickly. I mean, like when I started, when I was out of, out of college 20 something years ago, 24 years ago, um, the first job I had, I made $19,000 a year. And that was pretty average for, um, I was in a mid-sized city. It was pretty average for an entry-level job right. requiring a bachelor's degree, $19,000 a year. My husband was making like $14,000 a year when we got married. So, you know, it, it's certainly in 
20 some years, the what would be like an average starting salary, I'm sure has changed tremendously because, I, you know, we're, we're becoming a richer country, I think, all the time. But that's a good thing. Well, you also have to adjust for inflation and, and inflation all, that and all of that. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, if you compare like current things, you know, I don't know that it would be how wildly different it is, but like just bottom line, you're like, wow, that's a lot more money than I, when I started out. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you can, as a young person, single person, before you have kids, you're like, Oh, I've got all this money coming in. And then as life changes and you know, you get older then you're having to pay for kids colleges and you're paying for multiple cars. Cause you've got kids that are driving or, you mm-hmm. know, health insurance goes up or whatever, you know, um, it just, it doesn't make sense to try to classify people by their income. Just, it mm-hmm. makes as little sense to classify someone by their income as it does to classify them specifically by their race or their gender or whatever, mm-hmm. because every, it's all different. Nobody is the same, the same, right. You can't fit, you can't fit all white people into one box. You can't fit mm-hmm. all black people into one box. You can't fit all females or males into one box. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't even, I mean, even going farther, you can't fit all gay people into one box. You can't right. fit anyone where everyone is so individual and different and i i hate when they pop they make policy like this (laughs) it's sweeping and affects an entire group of people when maybe the majority of those don't fit into that box right and i feel like liberals particularly just really 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 love labels they just really want to slap a label on you and put you in a box with everyone else who fits that label and it just doesn't work that way um you know and it just, it just doesn't, but they just really like those labels, they whatever do. it may be, woman, man, transgender, whatever. They want to have, like, they want to label you a certain way. There's a and label assign for everything. Certain, yeah, yes. certain characteristics go with certain labels, and that's just the way it is. Like, they just don't, you know, you would think the party of diversity would be <laughs> more accepting of the idea that we're all a little different. <laughs> right, I mean, like, I've, I I think I want to, and I'm talking about myself, but so maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I'm one of those people that would drive, like make a liberal's head explode because I don't, I don't fit in any of their boxes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, right. <laughs> I'm a very diverse person, you right. know, with, with diverse family and friends and ideas and all of that. And I, I feel like that they, someone here is Trump supporter or, you know, conservative. And they, they immediately think that I have to tick all these boxes mm-hmm. and then they get to know me and they're like, you don't really tick any of these boxes. And I'm like, right. I know because I'm an individual, I'm a person, you know, <laughs> exactly. like, I, I have my own thoughts and feelings. I don't, I'm not a sheep, you right. know? Right. Well, you know, you're special just like everyone else. <laughs> right. Like, I'm you know? just like, we're all like that. Like, yeah, it, it drives people, it drives me crazy. But it's funny to watch them go insane when they can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it is funny to kind of like blow people's minds with something like that. But it's just, I just don't understand it. It's like, I don't, I don't do that with people. I don't just make assumptions no. or, you know, put people in certain boxes or categories just because they check off right. certain demographics. Who cares? I mean, right. you know. I, I have, I have friends from, you know, that's there are every color that are every, you know, uh, income level mm-hmm. <laughs> that are uh, every sexual orientation like I don't care like mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't care we can be right. friends if you're good like we talked about this before if you're a good person you're a good person cool you right. know and exactly I'm, I don't care about anything else just be a good person either. and I've I personally have never cut off anyone because of the way they voted but I have been right cut off because of the right. way I voted yes regardless of the fact that I'm still the same person that they knew and were friends with or loved mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. 
prior to them realizing that I was a Trump supporter. And now all of a sudden I'm villainized and I'm this horrible person because of who I voted for. Mm -hmm. And it's because they all of a sudden applied those boxes. Right. And that's what keeps happening. They, they're like, people will look at us as, as a conservative or as someone who voted for Trump or who continues to support Trump. And they're like, oh, well, you must be a racist. You must be a white supremacist. Right. Mm-hmm. You must hate all gay people. You know, like, you, right. you must be this. You must be rich or whatever. I don't know. Right. You know what's really funny is because they're like, they always like vil- villainize like people who make a lot of money. And they're like assuming that, you know, you must be if you're if you vote Republican, it must be because you uh, are rich and want to make sure that you uh, get all these tax breaks and stuff. But at the same time, they call Trump supporters like redneck trailer park trash. Right. It's like, like, wait, which one is it? Yeah, Yeah. it just doesn't make sense. And I just I just don't understand the interest in doing that. Like, why would you not want to to recognize that people are different and that, you know, you can check all sorts of different boxes with, right. you know, I just don't understand it. Like, I, I think it's cool to kind of get to know all the different layers of it people. Is. I don't it understand is. why you would just dismiss someone because of one thing. It just doesn't make right. sense. Right. People as a whole, they're, we're very diverse. You know, we're all, we're all individuals. We all have, you know, our own thoughts and feelings. And I don't know that I've ever met two people that are exactly the same. Right. You know, there's right. always and something that's a good new thing. and interesting. Yes. Yeah, that's a good thing. Why I don't we, understand why that's so why they think it's bad to be different or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I certainly uh can't say all white people are the same, you know. No. I've, I've met I I've met I've got all kinds of people in my life that are Caucasian, white, whatever you want to call it. And mm-hmm. they're all vastly different people. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Same thing with my African American friends or, you know, Asian people or mm-hmm. whatever. Like right. we're all so different. And pff, women you know stereotypes for women or men even yeah you know stereotypes like they're not all the same by any Any no (laughs) no Mm -mm. not at all um Mm -hmm. and there's a pressure I feel a societal pressure to be a certain way if you fit in one of these different categories and right I just I I don't know it's okay to be different it's okay to not fit fit in the box as a matter of fact I would say don't do that don't fit in the box create your own box. box yeah if you don't like the box that's offered to you you make your own Exactly. It's America. America. You can do yes! that. Yes, it's America. <laughs> oh, I love it. America. America. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and uh, motivational speaking with Patriot Housewives today. <laughs> hey, you know, well, we'll be here all day. Yes. So, uh, I mean, that, and that goes right along with cancel culture, um, which is part of our "you can't make this stuff up" segment this week. So. Oh my gosh, they're always canceling something. This week, um, <laughs> yes. they are going to revamp the game of Monopoly to make it more socially conscious. So what was not socially conscious about it before? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't you feel like that when you play the game of Monopoly, you're like, oh, you know, some of it's sort of, you know, quirky, but it's like, you know, it's an old game. So it's just kind of like fun to have some little random thing that's old fashioned. Who cares? But um, apparently I can't even remember like what the specific things were, but there was just like some of the things that are on the community chess cards or the other cards were like not socially conscious or were racist or rich focused or whatever. I mean, it's a game about making money and buying stuff. I know. And, and most importantly, keyword, it's a game. It's not real. It doesn't matter. Focus on the fact that you can get stuck playing a dang game of Monopoly for six hours. Try to make it shorter. <laughs> right. Right. So I just looked up 
this article on it um, and it says it will receive, okay, Hasbro will change all 16 of Monopoly's community chess cards to remove outdated concepts. The company said the classic version of the cards, which include prompts referencing beauty contests and holiday ah. cards, were long overdue for a ref refresh. New community chess cards will focus on topics that, topics that emphasize community. Okay. <sighs> oh, okay. okay. So action, actions such as rescuing a puppy or shopping local among or will be among the options. What? Oh my gosh. Okay. Other cards would listen, 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 listen. This oh my god. <laughs> Other cards would penalize players for forgetting to recycle or blasting music too late at night. What? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm glad I have an old version of Monopoly that we've had for 20 years. I will yeah. not be not be replacing that. I will be going out forever. and I'm going to go out and buy. I don't even have Monopoly because personally, I don't play Monopoly very often, but only because I don't really give a crap about the cards. It's just because everybody fights over the rules of Monopoly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I hate that game, but it's not oh, because it's just because it goes on forever and ever and ever and ever. Ends. <laughs> it never ends and then people get mad and then like there's always like a table flip or a board guard. Yeah. Yeah, I love board games. I have a ton of yeah, them. Yeah, I do too, but that's, Monopoly's yeah. not one. No. But I will be going out and buying a Monopoly game just so I can have the classic cards before they put this, and excuse my language, before they put this socially conscious bullshit in mm -hmm. the cards. Because, mm -hmm. like, no, what? Yeah, it, that's ridiculous. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I just, I don't even know what we're coming to as as. <laughs> As a country, as a world. I know. I don't even, I mean, it's like sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to go hide under a rock and I'm just not even, even going to pay attention anymore because this is outrageous. <laughs> Every day I'm just like, oh no, what next? <sighs> I don't and, know. You know, and to be fair, it's not all Joe Biden's fault. We were headed in this direction before, but yeah. it's fun to blame him for things too. But <laughs> yeah, well, it, they blamed every single thing fault. they possibly could on Trump. So I'm going to blame it. That's I'm true. blaming I'm blaming Joe Biden on the fact that it was really cold this weekend when I yeah. went to, this past weekend when I went to the theme park. Although mm -hmm. it wasn't bad that it was cold till we got to the water park. But anyways, how dare it rain on my parade? Right, Joe. Thanks a lot, Joe. He controls the weather. <laughs> I mean, if Trump can control the weather, then the president exactly. Biden it, can too. It goes both ways, my friends. Yeah, because you know, like there, it was Donald Trump's fault that there was an abnormal amount of hurricanes. Uh, you know, while he was president, and how dare he send those hurricanes out? <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, some people, right? <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, mm. but I will not be participating in the new monopoly, and um, no, mm -mm, no thanks. Yeah, so let's see. Um, our Florida man headline, I just thought this was very Florida and funny. Uh, kind of funny, I mean, it's not funny, it is okay, it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> a snorkeler found $1.5 million worth of cocaine in the Florida Keys. What? Wait. $1.5 million worth. 68 Holy pounds. Holy cow. Where? Yeah. Okay. Where? Yeah, it was in the Keys. Where, more details, please. <laughs> <laughs> it says, the article says a snorkeler, snorkeler spotted the drugs floating in the water near Craig Key, and the cocaine was bailed inside a black bag wrapped in tape. It was like a big black, like, trash bag, and there was bricks of cocaine. You know how they say bricks of cocaine? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it, came, it contained 25 bricks of cocaine, specifically. Um, yeah, they contacted wow. local authorities, and they turned it into the police. Um, 
if you could just see this picture, I know I can't share it with you guys because it's a podcast, uh, but it's, it is insane looking that all of this, this big pile of red bricks all wrapped up in a big black trash bag is all, it's all drugs. That's all crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I thought only in Florida. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Only in Florida. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> You never know what's going to come out of you just Florida man. Don't know. You, you just don't know. And I've I've skipped over so I'm going to be honest. I've skipped over so many headlines because some of them are kind of horrific. And I'm like, oh, I don't want everyone to think Florida is that bad, you right. know? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, are, we yeah, like a know. we like a semi entertaining Florida man headline rather than a completely <laughs> <Yeah>. depressing one. <laughs> I will say, if you're coming down here for spring break, don't because we're we don't like tourists. No, I'm just kidding. If you're if you're coming down here for spring break, just be safe. Be careful. If you're going anywhere for spring break be safe and careful as well. But I know people like to come to Florida to go to the beaches and party and drink and do all of that fun stuff that you see on movies or whatever, but be aware that this is real life. It's not a movie. And, um, we are aware that spring break is going on. And if you're loud, we're going to shoot you. No, I'm just kidding. I take it back. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've been complaining about the tour. I, the tour is all week long. I'm like, Oh my God, everything's going to take forever to get everywhere. Cause people are down here. Like mm-hmm. go home. Mm-hmm. Um, but for real, be safe. Be conscious of your surroundings. Don't let your kids wander off alone because you just never know um, yeah. with every with the awareness that everyone is going to be down here on vacation. Then the people who are already intending to do bad things are going to be out there intending to do bad things. So mm-hmm. right. we want we want you to to come to Florida and vacation. And we also want you to leave safely and go home. Right. Right. Like and not stay here and cause more drama for our state. <laughs> right right you got a pretty good thing going on there so yeah we do we we really like it here we we fancy our state a little bit you know so yeah. I, I could like, I couldn't live there because of the heat it would kill me but you know it, it gets you get used to it um that's what people say but I don't know do. I'm kind of prissy I just I don't do the heat <laughs> You, you do get used to it. And I will say like, there's, there's a, the thing that it's harder to get used to is really not the heat. Cause if you look around, like, yeah, it gets like hot down here, but it gets hot in a lot of places. What kills you down here is the humidity. Yeah. Um, I can, and that, oh, that, the humidity that takes, is what kills me. That takes a little bit of getting used to, but at the same time, you're just a hop and a skip away from the beach and go and sit out That's there with true. that nice ocean breeze. That's true. If I could do that regularly, I might make it, but otherwise, whoo, we, if you, if you guys come down here and you want to go to a really great beach, um, Anna Maria Island is one that's overlooked. No one talks about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should take it back and strike that from the record so people won't go to my spot. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so pretty. It's The water is beautiful out there. They've got it set up so easily that you don't have to walk seven miles to get to the water from parking. Um, they've got great parking lots. The sand is beautiful white sand and it's just one of our most favorite places to go. It's so relaxing out there and there's tons of little cute shops for you tourists that come down and, um, lots of good food right there on the beach. You don't have to leave the Island. It's, it's a great place to go. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That sounds wonderful right about now. (laughs) I'm sitting here like, "Mm, maybe I should take off and go to the beach later. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like a good thing to do. Yeah. I got too much to do maybe this weekend but yeah. uh anyways um I could just I get all wrapped up in Florida I really love it down here and I, I it, it helps that we have Ron DeSantis you know and it yes. helps that that you know President Trump is in Mar-a-Lago and you know we've got we got a lot of great people down here yeah. um to that which helps balance out our, our crazies <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you definitely do have those but everywhere does <laughs> yeah 
They just seem, it just seems to be like when you hear a headline and it's insane, you're like, bet that happened in Florida. I used to do it before I lived down here. I was like, bet that happened in Florida. And most of the time I was right. Um, cause usually it happens in Florida. Yeah. We're a hodgepodge of all kinds of people down here. Yep, definitely. <laughs> well, speaking of spring break and everything that's happening over the next few weeks, people are going to be celebrating Easter. That usually is the the main holiday that's wrapped around spring break. And mm-hmm. Easter is next Sunday, I believe. Am yeah, I right? that's hard to believe. I guess it's kind of early this year, but. It is, it is a little early or a little late, depending on um, how you think about it. Sometimes it's early March. It never, there's so not not consistent. I never know when Mar- when Easter is. I have to look it up every year. Yeah, I, I do too. And it has something, <laughs> I've looked it up one time because I was like why is it a different day it has to do with this is you know full nerd here has to do with the um cycles of the moon and it has to do with um the the moon being in the exact same phase as it was when jesus was born like the oh i don't know how they know that but you know science but um it uh-huh. so that the actual the easter is on this is the same um moon phase or whatever you call it as the actual um, birth of, or, or excuse me, resurrection, I'm sorry, resurrection, um, of Jesus. So it, it has to do with that. That's why it's not always the same date. Ah, well that makes it, cause it can be within, I mean, like as big as a month. Several, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and I guess, you know, the moon cycle is, um, I guess it's a month. So, um, yeah. it works out, but anyway, that's why resurrection day and Easter being the same moon thing, which is oh. kind of wild, but real quick this just popped up on breaking on a breaking news alert um i know we're about we're, and we are going to get to our our um housewives recommend which is why we were talking about easter but um forbes reported that the biden administration urges the supreme court to let cops enter homes and seize guns without a warrant holy cow um what what okay that's unconstitutional right uh bigly unconstitutional (laughs) (laughs) and i i don't think (laughs) yes bigly i don't think that the supreme court would authorize that but i also i also thought that they would you know stand behind election integrity so i don't know you never know anymore they're kind of they have been unpredictable um lately but that's just blatantly unconstitutional surely they would strike that down immediately So I'll say we'll, we'll put this on our radio, radio, radar, <laughs> radar <laughs> and uh, we'll follow this story and see if anything comes of it. But I, I could not mention that because that just popped up and I'm like, what? That's crazy. <sighs> All right, let's do well, the right thing, Scotus. <laughs> yes, please. Please yeah. don't forget what you were, you know, uh, put there to do, you mm-hmm. know, what we supported you for you know Mm -hmm. we have a Mm -hmm. conservative majority that should support our constitution i mean it is very you know obviously written in black and white right (laughs) in our constitution that is so unconstitutional it's not even funny Mm -hmm. so we'll see what happens and that's what they're supposed to do that's what they are there to do they are there to to interpret uh, the constitution interpret the law and and enforce it so right not to legislate to interpret right and they can't change it it's already been written it's Mm -hmm. there there that should be a obvious decision it should they be shouldn't even yeah they shouldn't even even hear that like if it's a case they shouldn't even hear it but yeah that's a joke but yeah that's crazy <sighs> okay now that we talked about that back to <laughs> easter um so th- this week we figured since easter is coming up uh on sunday it's the fourth that we could give you guys some ideas mm-hmm. on what to put in easter baskets if you do easter baskets and you know sometimes there's older children or whatever you might get the you know 
tired of putting the same old thing in there every year. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to give you a few ideas of, of some uh, fun things that you can do. Uh, Rebecca, what you got? Okay. Um, here are a few ideas. Now I have kids. My kids are between nine and 18. Um, but of course they still have to get their Easter basket. Um, <laughs> and I actually still need to uh, do Easter bunny shopping. I haven't done that yet. So I'm going to use these ideas myself, but here are a few things. Um, sometimes the Easter bunny will bring them an article of clothing because they are girls and they love to get clothes. Um, sometimes they'll get a devotional book. Um, they will get their favorite candies, of course, and they all have their, their favorites. So we try to get, you know, get the ones that they particularly like, um, and little craft kits. Um, they do like those. And again, I don't have boys. <laughs> boys probably don't really like craft kits, but girls do. Um, and sometimes you can find, um, certain stores have really cute little Easter stuff. Um, and sometimes my younger ones will like, like the little um, bubbles and um, sidewalk chalk and summery things um, to do in the summer. Um, summery things to do in the summer. That, yeah, copyright that. <laughs> that made no sense. <laughs> you heard um, it first here. <laughs> you heard it here. Follow me for more tips. Um, but anyway, so, you know, things that they can use now, the weather's warming up, like your bubbles and your sidewalk chalk and, um, things like that. Um, we've done a kite before. Um, really anything that's sort of spring, you kind of think outside the, the box or the basket a little bit and um, come up with some little little things like that that are not just junky little toys, but things that they might actually use and enjoy. Um, and of course, don't forget the candy because if your kids are like mine, they have really all sweet teeth. And so they love all the little Easter candy, which we talked about last week. Some candy just happens at Easter and you got to get right. it while you can. <laughs> Speaking of that, I saw a ginormous, like one pound gummy bunny in Ross the other day and thought about you. <laughs> that sounds I, delightful. <laughs> I almost bought it and sent it to you because I was like, uh, this is a big gummy bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I have not found my sweet tart gummy bunnies yet this year, people. It, was, so. it wasn't a sweet tart gummy bunny. That's why I didn't get it. But I almost got just because it was so big, you know, like yeah. you, just, you just saw, I saw it and I was like, man, that is a big bunny. Um, <laughs> But yeah, they, they got all kinds of cool stuff out at Easter. So I do, I have an 11 year old and a 14, almost 15 year old or almost 12 year old. So oh, wow. They're, yeah, they're getting up there and I got a boy and a girl. Um, and so as the kids get older, it's definitely, you got to get a little bit more creative because uh, you can't just go and buy the little cute, you know, couple dollar toys and stick them in there and mm -hmm. make this big fabulous basket anymore. Mm -hmm. Um so you got to think outside the box. And so some of the things that uh, my daughter, she really likes uh, makeup. So I might get her, you know, oh, some good idea. Mm -hmm. or things like that. Um, we, you know, go out to the beach or on the boat or to the pool a lot. So new bathing suits usually get put in baskets mm -hmm. that can go from young to old. Bathing mm -hmm. suits are always fun to get. Um, and then she also has uh, like a Nintendo Switch. So maybe like a, a Switch game or something like that. Something to kind of enhance things that they already have. Mm -hmm. um, if they've got like AirPods, maybe like a little AirPod case. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, like little accessories, stuff like yeah. that. Um, Keychains, that type of deal. Yeah. I, try to, I try to think outside the box. Of course, candy. Um, and right. then for my, for my son, he's a big gamer. Um, and so there's like all kinds of little different things that you can get. Like he likes the little signs that say, you know, I, I paused my game for this or, right. um, you know, things <laughs> like that. The little, the little wall hangs, uh, this, not wall hangs, but like the little, you put them up like the wall vinyls. Yeah. Um, the, the wall the, clings. Yeah. Wall clings. Yes. Stuff like that. And then gift cards. Um, oh gift yeah. Cards. Little gift, gift cards. Definitely. Yeah, 
gift cards are a great um, way to give them, like they're getting older, give them their freedom to buy their own stuff, whether it be just a, a blanket, you know, Visa gift card or to their favorite store or to Target or something, or like mm-hmm. Starbucks gift card. You know, mm-hmm. my kids are, are big on, on coffee. They like Starbucks uh, or a movie, you know, the movies are opening back up. So you can mm-hmm. get like a, a movie theater gift card, then they can go hang out with their friends or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, any kind of gaming paraphernalia is always popular. (laughs) (laughs) And I saw some really cute ideas, um, as far as being creative with like the basket itself and making the basket part, a gift too. Mm -hmm. well, um, for boys, they were doing like baseball caps filled with stuff. Oh, that's a great idea. Um, to, you know, just kind of put like, then too, if it's like smaller, like a baseball cap and you got all stuffed in there, it looks like more stuff. <laughs> um, right. gift, it's all about the presentation. <laughs> it is, it is. Cause gift cards don't take up that much room. You yeah. know, so if you get one of those big old gift baskets and then you've got a couple gift cards stuck in there with a few, it looks like not, not that much stuff, but if you've mm-hmm. got a, a baseball cap or for maybe for a girl, if they like large, you know, sun hats or something like that, um, just you shove it all in there and it looks like they got all this stuff. So yeah. Great I'm really idea. excited. I've, I've got to do, I've got to do my Easter shopping too. We've been so busy with spring break. I, I was at the store yesterday getting groceries and I looked down the Easter aisle and I was like, Oh no, that's next week. You yeah. know, it snuck up on us, didn't it? Yeah. Well, Easter stuff has been out since Christmas. Well, yeah, but Same. yet still I keep thinking, Oh, it's a long or, time away. Well, I've got time. Yeah. yeah, me too. I was like, Oh, I don't need to get that just yet. I don't want to, you know, go ahead and get that. They'll go in my closet and find it or, you know, right. whatever. Um, so I'll, like, I'll get it closer. Now I'm like, Oh crap. <laughs> I gotta yeah. go do that this week. I know you got to go before it's totally picked over and you can't find anything good. (laughs) And it does. And with everyone getting their getting their stimulus checks last week, oh boy, Mm. really picked over. I might be uh, ordering um, candy off Amazon. Yeah, that's what I did last year. Was I just got a lot of because we were kind of locked down. I was like, I'm just going to order. Oh, another thing um, is that's fun is Mad Libs. I don't know if your kids like. Oh, love Mad Libs. But I I mean, like. I did those when I was a kid, um, but my kids love those and they fit right in a basket. The little Mad Libs book will fit right in. So yeah. that's a fun one too, that fits in your, in a basket. So, uh, it'll be, if you guys have any cute, fun, um, you know, Easter ideas, or you want to share your Easter pic- pictures with us, uh, go, go ahead and send that over to us on social media. Um, and we, we'd really like to see what you guys do. If you have any other ideas as well. Um, yeah. Cause clearly we haven't shopped yet. So we need your help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like hey this is what you guys should do we haven't done it but you should <laughs> speaking from past experience <laughs> yeah oh man um all right so uh that's it for this week we look forward to talking to you guys next week as always you can find us um on newrightnetwork.com uh you can find up patriot housewives there we are on facebook me we um, everywhere there's a social media site there or there in some shape or form. Um, you can almost email, always email us at patriothousewives at gmail.com or info at newrightnetwork.com and find us personally on our social media at Maga Rose Taylor across all platforms and uh, Rebecca as well. If you want to give yours out. Yeah. Well. At Rebecca J. Horvath on Twitter. And that's, that's us. We're the, the mm-hmm. Patriot housewives, your favorite housewives. I mean, <laughs> who else could it possibly be? I mean, we're awesome. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, we're so <laughs> modest about it. <laughs> we are, we're very humble. Oh, we're very humble. Um, and next week you guys can catch us on, um, Mike, oh, is it Bob and Mike save America mm-hmm. or Bob and Eric, Bob and Eric save America. 
I apologize for that. Yeah, Bob and Eric Save America, we are going to be on the 3rd. Uh, April 3rd, we will be going on there to have a little chat with them. You don't want to miss that. If you don't listen to them already, um, go ahead and head over to their podcast. They're on all the the major podcast streaming platforms, just like we are. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, you know, Google Podcasts, and then all the little fringe ones as well, including YouTube. And um, you can check them out. But we'll see you there on Saturday, and we'll see you back here next week at our regular time. Sounds great. Y'all have a great week. All of this is possible because of New Right Network. I want to tell you about NRN Plus. It's our premium membership for New Right Network. You can support us and conservative independent media for just $9.95 a month or $79.95 a year. If you like what we're doing, head over to www.nrnplus.com to subscribe. That's www.nrn plus.com or make any donation in any amount at nrnplus.com forward slash product forward slash support that's nrnplus.com forward slash p-r-o-d-u-c-t forward slash s-u-p-p-o-r-t